of people who call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live too, at Way five. too loud, live sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Let me turn this on too, that would be nice. Sorry for the late start. Let's see if we can fix this, Doug. Yeah, not bad, pretty good, pretty good. Anyway, we got an in-studio guest here. Uh, Doug Osborne is running for city council, and uh, we'll find out more. What are you doing? Uh, from Doug uh, during uh, today's Thursday edition of the Live at Five show. Uh, also, it's a, wow, I don't know about you, it's hotter than hell, and all of a sudden, a mad rush of heat. J- Doug, I, 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 did you bring in this effect today, or what? No, no yeah. crap that. All of a sudden, just uh, a mad rush of, of heat just came right from above. So, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's been like in the 60s the last couple of days, and with the sun out, it feels like 85. You know, like, you know, during the winter months, Doug? They say it's 40 degrees, but it feels like 25. Yes, can I do. you Can you say the opposite? We never really hear that <laughs> when it comes down to it. I think it's true. I think we're so accustomed to crappy. It wasn't the coldest winter in the world, but it was so consistently cold and damp and dark that when it gets up to the high 60s, I swear it feels like 85 degrees. So needless to say, great weather. And the ants are coming back out, uh, as long as they're not in your pants. So, Doug Osborne, you are running for city council. I am, yes. And uh, not your first rodeo. You did this uh, eight years ago. I did. I I knew that, and you just reminded me. Uh, and uh, you're a young man, so, you know, how how old were you then when you ran? I'm 40 now, so I was 32. That's pretty young. Yeah. So, you know, what what made you run back? Who were you running again? I can't remember the landscape back Back then. Back then, it was... uh, Senator Mark Walczak. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah. there you go, right off the bat. Yeah. That's like, you know, going up against James and Jeopardy. No, sorry. They're yeah, he's, he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. He for is. Sure. He really is. He's spiffy, too. Boy, yeah. he fits into those shirts like no other. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, okay. So, that was back in the day. Yep. Cody was there, too. Was Cody running? Cody was running back then. I think he, him he, and Mark both won back then. Okay. So, so you didn't make the primary? No. No. Okay. We, I didn't get through. All right. So, uh, Cliff ran back then. Too. Did he really? Yep. Okay. Um, Todd Demar. Yeah. Ryan Henry Wilkinson. Okay. So all all names that I'm sure you that you're oh, pretty familiar with, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, and okay, so yeah, I did a couple of debates at the Italian American Club. I was the moderator, and I remember all of that. Uh, time has flown by. In fact, today I was listening to. Today is the uh, they had some. Uh, this is unrelated, Doug, but just mm-hmm. just goes to show how fast time goes by. I think her name was Natalie Holloway. She was the young 17-year-old girl that was on Aruba or one of those uh, Caribbean islands uh, for a class trip. 
nearly 20 years ago. That was in 2004. I just can't believe that. When they said that, I said, that must be a mistake. She would have been 36 now, which is incredible. Time time, just blows by. It really, truly does. And uh, anyway, so you ran then, Mm -hmm. you're running now, Mm -hmm. you're a Watertown City resident. What do you do for a living, Doug? So I work as a uh, Child Protective Services caseworker through Mm -hmm. Jefferson County Department of Social Services. Wow. How long have you been doing that? Five years. Well, that must be a challenging job, too. It is. It is, but it's also rewarding. Oh, without a doubt. So without getting into, I mean, it's none of my business, but you must see and hear a lot of crazy stuff, Doug. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately what we try to do is, uh, you know, ensure child safety first and foremost with families. Right. Right. um, Make sure that they're getting everything that they need and assist them with any help that we can give them. Does this, I mean, uh, uh, you've been doing it for five years. Mm -hmm. You're 40 years old now. You have children of your own? No, I don't. Okay. My wife and I don't have children. Uh, Okay. So, uh, uh, again, with going back to your job, um, do you bring it home? I mean, I mean, police see a lot of stuff. You probably see a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I work with law enforcement regularly. Um, yeah, you see a lot of stuff. Do I take it home with me? You always have have to. Yeah. You you think about it when you, when you come home and sometimes it wakes you up at night, but wow. um, at the end of the day, you know, you know what you're doing, you're helping kids right. and right. you know, we'll see the families again the next day. So, yeah. And what is it? Do you get complaints from neighbors or, or, or the police or what, what, if um, you don't, you know, a whole wide array of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like so-and-so is not paying attention to their child going out. For instance, I'll give you an example. And this has maybe nothing, no relation. I saw a kid on a scooter yesterday, on one of those, you know, two-wheel deals. <clears throat> not, not a scooter scooter, but something that you stand on. I don't know what they call them. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he's on the five corners, which is uh, it's a dangerous intersection. And this kid couldn't have been older than eight years old. And I just like, I don't know if that's a child protective services question, but... You know, he was astute enough to wait for traffic, and, and they, but there's just, no, that shouldn't be uh, in my, my, my mother wouldn't let me cross the street until I was in high school. No, I was kidding. Actually, until <laughs> I was in fourth grade, whatever age that is. Uh, but I, maybe I, I, I was just protected too much, but is, is that, I mean, if, can someone say that's, you shouldn't allow that, or are you just giving the kid the liberty to be an adult at an early, um, early age? That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends, you know, it's, it's completely situational, um, I mean, that child may be, you know, uh, smart enough and mature enough to know how to cross the street and right, so on. Right. Um, there should always be a level of supervision. There's got to uh, be. Yeah, he's too small, it especially to with uh, the big trucks and all. You can't see a kid like that going across the street. Okay, interesting. So fascinating job. Long uh, Lived here all your life? All my life, yeah. And what do you think about the changes in Watertown and society uh, before getting into what you're running on what platform now? Has Watertown uh, gone to the pot or what? What, 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 are you, you know, what are your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> compared to when I originally ran to now, yeah. I, think we're see- I think it's different than how I ever experienced it or observed it. And I, I've observed city council for a long time. Like, I've always been interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a poli-sci major or something? No, I was a public policy major. So I, I want to differentiate. kind of similar. Yeah, I want to differentiate. So public public policy is more the wonky stuff. It's analyzing qualitative and quantitative data and, right. and stuff like that in public policy. Political aspect of it is a little a little different. Sure, sure. But, okay, so you it's an interesting way of looking at it. In eight years, you've seen a dynamic difference. Yeah. So um, I think it's, 
council now is way more polarized than it has ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we're talking about majorities on Watertown City Council, like it used to be majorities or the they were able to obtain a majority vote for a certain issue. Right. Now it's like you have three council members versus two council members as a majority, mm-hmm. which I, it's highly unusual, particularly I would in a nonpartisan race. Right, exactly. You know, yeah, or a right. nonpartisan form of government, right, rather. Right, right. And, and again, it wasn't always supposed to set up, be set up that way. But that said, we do know people's allegiance. Now, for instance, uh, you know, Lisa Ruggiero is, is, is a Republican, but mm-hmm. because she's in what Jeff Graham refers to as the gang of three, she seems to be on the progressive side of things. And I'm not looking for your opinion on that, but that does come out in a nonpartisan form of, of managed government system. So you're saying that back eight years ago, and believe me, you don't have to go back eight years ago to see that the country has changed yeah. just in the last four years. But uh, the way it is right now, it is polarized. You're the second person to say that in, in, with respects to all of politics these days. Mm-hmm. It has changed dramatically. So what say, I mean, it, was it the, the golf course? I mean, you know, you, you waited a little bit between 15 and, and now. What put you over the top? What led you to, to throw your hat in the ring this time? Um. I just didn't feel that I was being represented. I mean, ultimately, I'm looking at my campaign through the lens of a voter. Right. You know what I mean? Um, That's smart. I want to see fiscal responsibility. I mean, when the golf course issue came up with, uh, you know, we have three council members that are considering purchasing the golf course for $3.4 million. Right. Um, They were signing... They signed a non-disclosure agreement to see those financial records. Right, I mean, right. if if you are purchasing, making a major purchase using taxpayer dollars, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how you can justify signing a non-disclosure agreement and not being able to provide that information to the general public right. when you're using their money. Right, you right, know? right, right. Um, that was incredibly, incredibly, incredibly disturbing to me. And, and then, of course, no privilege of the floor. And that was another issue, too. Yeah. It, it almost came across to me... That you know, a few the few council members knew better than the general public. Okay, um, I could tell you firsthand from people that I've spoke to, the way I felt over the course of this thing, right. seeing this transaction unfold. Um, everybody was upset that you know there was no appraisal done, there's no inspection done. We're seeing you know ongoing costs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're people are debating whether. You know, the city should even undertake um, running a golf course itself. Right. right you know, right. you know, especially when we have so many other uh, issues mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. projects that we're trying to right. do at the same time. Right, um, right. 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 And people just feel that that money, three point mm-hmm. four, could have been allocated towards something mm-hmm. like roads. Right. You right. know, <clears throat> or other infrastructure projects. Mm-hmm. Well, the, just, well, what seems a lot of people are worried about the water and the water too, right, right. especially. Yeah, and who knows what you know if there's a sinkhole underneath Public Square or something on a rainy day that might pop up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Plus, the looming aspect of the loss of the contract with National Grid towards the end of this decade. That's incredibly concerning, and that was one of the th- when I ran the first time in 2015. It was a topic of concern too. Even right? then, even then. It was a major topic of concern. People mm. were discussing it. It didn't get, um, you know, the most 
time to right. dis- of discussion because there's other things like the fire department contract right, and right. all that was the right. major issue back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So things have changed then. Mm-hmm. Things are now you're older, more mature, right, Doug? I would like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, you seem like you got your act together, Doug, and you're doing an incredible job. And you've born. And you know, I've said this. Already, I've asked this already. Born and raised. Yep. Yeah. Born gotcha. and raised in Watertown. Watertown um, High, IHC. IHC. Okay. Uh, graduated from JCC, and then I transferred to uh, U Albany Rockefeller School of Public Policy, nice. Public Administration. That's nice. where I got my bachelor's degree in public policy. Graduated yeah. magna cum laude. Right. North side, south side. Um. So my wife and I bought our first house on the north side. We're actually on the. We were on the corner of uh, Lansing and Stewart Street. Yeah. And then uh, I bought my childhood home on Richards Drive, um, and that's where we currently reside. Nice. Where's Richards you know? Drive? I'm sorry. I don't no, know. that's perfectly fine. So yeah, yeah. it's right off of Barbon. It's oh. parallel with Sherman, closer to the high school. Okay, gotcha. Very yeah. nice. Very yep. nice area. Near Ball Avenue? Uh, somewhere? Uh, uh, that's Ball, one of my favorite blocks. I, do, I like Ball, too. I love... It reminds me yeah. of, of Glendale, Queens, every time I go through there. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It's really the trees nice. that... Or, it, like, the, the trees are yeah. so Queensy. It's it's it's, it's it's absurd. Yeah. Well, great. Well, Doug, listen. I mean, it's already 20 minutes after we've been on for over 12 minutes mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, but already we have a phone call. Oh. Put on those clumsy sure. SG uh, headsets that okay. we still haven't replaced uh, <laughs> because, we you know, we we got we to gotta get more revenue in here. Got to get more! Uh, and here's our first phone call of the day for... Uh, candidate for city council, Doug Osborne. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, a couple questions for Doug. Um, number one, uh, would you have voted for the uh, golf course if it was a lesser price? And uh, what do you think about the uh, antics of the um, council cliff uh, and so on? And are you a Democrat or a Republican or What's your what's your thing? I'll hang up and listen to your response. Thanks, Thank Tim. You. you you might have missed that first part. I didn't I have did. your headset. Okay. Uh, he he said if the golf course were at a lesser price, would you have purchased it? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure about that. You don't think? I mean, again, I'm not. I'm I'm not going to be the CNN uh, reporter last night interviewer for Collins. You know, I'm not going to, you know, wallop it. <laughs> anyway, if, all if it was less, <laughs> perhaps. I mean, I'd, I'd have to be in that seat to do it. I think what we do know now is it was $3.4 million, Right. And I would, I mean, I would have voted no on that price, absolutely. Sure, so. sure. Are you concerned that the golf course is taking up too much of people's I guess you could say mental capacity when it comes to this race and just the future. What, in other words, I, I mean, yes, there are other issues. Do we dwell too much as a city on that issue? Um, yes and no. So the reason why I think it should be, why it should stay at the forefront for right now is just because how it was handled, right? Mm-hmm. It lacked transparency. It lacked due diligence. Um, there should never be a transaction by city council members like that ever again, period. Right, right. You know, and I, I think that's, I think that is the crux of this thing, especially that we paid way, paid way more than we actually needed to. Sure, sure. And a lot of people, Doug, look, go back to the original price for what, six years ago, a couple of years after you mm-hmm. ran, mm-hmm. It was somewhere in the area of $580,000. How does that go up that high in five, six years? I have no idea. I really don't. And that's and that's the other thing that's concerning to me too, right? Is mm-hmm. that it's at three point three point four was a fixed price. Right, right, it right. It was a take it or leave it deal. Right, 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 right. Um 
but then we had, you know, we heard that that price came up. Right. Um, I just don't, I don't know if you're going to blame it entirely on inflation at this point. No, right? no, 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 no. Biden's inflation isn't that fierce. But then there's the other aspect of, okay, we just bought it for $3.4 million, but it needed in excess of $50,000 just for electric and other things. Uh, something that, as, as a council person, you, you would probably have a problem with that. I don't want to lead the witness here, but this is so painfully obvious, Doug. What say you about the after cost, after the $3.4 million, and as a follow-up question, the loss of the $4,000 golf ball, which we still don't know where it is and whether or not it will actually come back. Okay. So, first of all, uh, appraisal should have been completed. An mm-hmm. inspection should have been completed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, based on if we were able to do that, Based on those assessments, we could have presented a better counteroffer, I would, right, right. I would think. Sure, right? sure. Um, in terms of the golf ball, you know, I don't, I, didn't, I don't have a good idea of what the contract looks like, but I know that we are, you know, there's certain elements of the transaction that are involved, I think maybe to include the golf ball at this point. Sure. I mean, if it's a good faith agreement, we should have we should get what we were owed. Oh, exactly, yeah. But apparently it wasn't part of the contract, but um, that's, you know, again, that's more or less of a gentleman's agreement. People are even more upset because it added, I guess you could say it fueled the fire because, okay, it wasn't part of the contract, but now we have this almost like unsettling feeling of that we're being laughed at after the fact. Do you look at it that way at all? Um, I think it just adds insult to injury right, right, at right. the end of the day. Right, you right. know. All right, so... Let's put the golf course aside, and and uh, in fact, it never happened. So, but again, it was one of the many reasons. Plus, the the nature of where we are, the configuration of what Jeff refers to, the gang of three. You're in there. Um, ultimately, you you know, let's look at the landscape. You become a you become a council person, Doug, mm-hmm. and then with that, you know, let's just say hypothetically uh, that either you know Lisa becomes uh, the mayor or she remains on council along with uh, with with with, uh, uh, with Pat or some type of combination of what it is right now therefore uh, it, w- it would be suffice to rather to, to, to come to this conclusion that the gang of three is gone how would you work in conjunction with those two if not three existing council members depending upon who wins this can you work with the current council the Abs- way it is now? absolutely okay absolutely any any of the candidates that remain? Whether it's councilman only, uh, councilman or councilwoman uh, Ruggiero, yeah, uh, councilwoman uh, Campo Pierce, right? You know, right. I'd be and and either even councilman Hickey, if that's the case, right? I'd right. be I'd be more than happy to work with all of them. Do you? I mean, there's been a, a peak in viewership on the Steve Weed Network in the last year and a half mm-hmm. plus, uh, uh, ever since uh, the, the guys took over. It's almost a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, does it pain you to see councilman only? I'm just I'm, obviously because we see the, the 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 you know the the play playing between Mayor Smith and him. What do you think that does for for the image of Watertown when they go back and forth like that? I think it is very unfortunate. Um, you know, that's we we're discussing earlier some of the changes that happened from you know councils in the past or whatever right this is another this is another nuance to this right mm-hmm. is right, that, right right you're right i've never seen this level of combativeness on city council ever mm-hmm. and it's incredibly disturbing and i think that's affecting a lot of people yeah and how right. they view city council and uh quite frankly that's one of the other reasons why i'm running is to restore that decorum mm-hmm. 
back to city council. And it's no surprise that there's a huge field now that mm-hmm. probably feel like you do because of the uh, the way the council sure. has been in recent years. Uh, another phone call for Doug Osborne. Hi, what is your question? Yes, uh, what did you think about the um, appraisal when it came back at 1.2 mm-hmm. and how you felt about the 3.4? Plus, you know, you say you can work with the other council people. That That's not going to work unless you agree with them. Well, if you're yeah. if you're like the mayor or you're like um, uh, what's her name, you don't agree on it, then you can't work with them. And they have shown that if you don't agree with them, you're out. So I don't know how you think you're going to work with them, but uh, good luck at that. Thanks. All right. Well, I, thank I, you. I, I think to, for starters, it would change the configuration. So the, uh, once it goes from three to two, it would go from the, the opposite effect. So it would change the the yeah. dynamics. So, so I don't. I mean, I don't feel hopeless where nobody's going to be able to work to with anybody right in the new council at all. Mm-hmm. I think the goal is always trying to build some type of consensus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, to Answer his other question uh, about once we got the appraisal back after right, right, it was right. three point four million, and then we got the appraisal back, it was one point one. Um, I think it just vindicated what everybody else had already thought that we overpaid for it, right? You right, know, and right. I just you know at this point it's a, a sunk cost fa- fallacy. You mm-hmm. know, um, we're just continuing on. We we invested money, time, effort into it, right. and we're just continuing the course. Right, right. You know. Yeah, and that difference obviously could go to an, you know some sub, uh, you know t- towards some type of aspect towards infrastructure, the water, sure. Uh, how how that you know that's a lot of money, that's for sure for any city, yeah. especially this size, a city this size. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Doug Osborne? Yeah, Glenn, uh, yeah. A couple of questions and a quick comment. The yeah. first quick comment. Uh, All right, you're done. I gotta go. Right, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Congratulations on running, Doug. <laughs> Thanks, uh, sir. <laughs> The other thing is you didn't answer the question on the uh, whether you were a Democrat or Republican. Oh, you, you know what? I missed that I, I one. Think, Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. So uh, I am a registered Democrat, but I'm not, I don't identify with either party, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like both parties are at extremes, and I'm looking for middle ground. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And, and the other thing is, uh, Glenn, you mentioned something about not knowing whether the golf ball belongs with the park. If, if I was going to come down and buy a WATN, I would just assume that the lettering on the front and the awning and the transmitter would go with the building because that's part of the radio station. A golf ball on a golf course for a sign and nobody can decide whether that belongs there or not? Right. Apparently it wasn't in the contract, but I look at it as like, like a like Well, a, why would a it mailbox? have to be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, were the, were the ball washers in the contract? Were yeah, the, I don't were the greens in the contract? Were those little flags that they put in the holes in the contract? Come on. So yeah, what? What? I mean, I guess. I, I mean, come on, it's part. It's a golf ball. Where? What else would it be? By the way, Jason Harrington says you're a good guy, and that uh, you know, you're, you're, he'd be great on city council. Just wanted to throw that out there. I've known Jason for a long time. He's a he's a good man. And he's running for a school board yes. once again. So Duffman, yes, I totally agree with you. Um, I don't get it. And by the way, does anyone know where the golf ball is, or is that a stupid question they ask these I days? I guess it's in some shop getting worked on. Getting worked on? What are, what are they going to put it in the, the in the Faber University parade or something? We're getting worked on. The, 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 somebody said the base was damaged. They were repairing it. Huh. All right. Well, okay. I can't I wait know. to see it. Well, I tell you, I've never once paid any attention to that golf ball. And I swear to God, when it comes back, I think every Watertown citizen should just stand around it and hug it. 
uh, like, like at the, the end of uh, the Grinch hey, or something. If I, if I paid almost four million dollars or something, I'd right? Like no doubt, not the. Okay, well, thanks, Duff, man. Thank you very much. All Thank right. you. Right. He was uh, rudely interrupted today on the Hotline Show along with uh, the Caveman, who never shuts up. And I'm not talking about Duffman. Okay, so the next thing, the pool. We've had we have two pools, right? The one over here is operating, mm -hmm. I, and they put a ton of money into that. And I get that. That one, sh the one at uh, Fairgrounds, I'm pointing over there as if everyone knows what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That pool is vital because you know there's a lot of people here. It is the Fairgrounds, it's right next to the arena. I can't imagine that without one. That's not an issue anymore. Under Cody Harbaz, who was a huge advocate to get the park going. Uh, that was, uh, I, I thought it was a lot of money. Interestingly enough, we're on the same amount for the golf course. What say you about the Flynn Pool on the north side? Oh, so I think it's unfortunate where we are with that. Um, you know, as I said before, my wife and I bought our first house on the north side. We're at the corner of Lansing and Stewart. Right. And we're like maybe a block and a half up from the north pool. Yeah. And uh, we would see kids flocking that way all the time hmm. um, to enjoy it. But I think at this point, you know what I mean? It's when we've already spent money on a golf course, I don't know if we have it right now to spend $4 million on reconstruction right. of this pool. Right, right, right. And yet you, you are you know astute enough to say that, you saw children use it when you lived in the North Side. Yeah, and I think I think that's unfortunate that, you know, maybe there could have been a little bit more focus on that in the past. Right, right. Um, but I just I I don't see it. So it would be nice, but we, right now. we've kind of cornered ourselves, you yes. figure, financially. Yes. Because you know, you, you spend too much on, on, on lunch and you don't have enough for dinner, despite the fact that you're gonna need dinner just as much. So anyway, all right, interesting. So let's go to the phones. We're getting a lot of calls today for Doug Osborne. Hi, what's your question? Dallas. Sometimes I have to hit it twice. Hi, you there? All right, not happening. All right, let's do this. Uh, we're talking, now uh, bear in mind, you are the second candidate uh, uh, for city council that we've had on the Live at Five show. And uh, we're going to continue scheduling. As a programming note, uh, on another race that will be next Tuesday for uh, City School Board, or uh, Watertown School Board, I should say, uh, we're going to have Millie Smith in. Oh, and let's, here's the phone call. Let's get that. Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Doug? Yeah, I do. I do have a question for Mr. Osborne. Um, regarding the city's flag policy, it's Donnie. what flag do you support being raised? And that'd be it. Uh, you're breaking up, Donnie. All right, so you know Donnie is our neighborhood uh, national story waiting to happen. Uh, so, you know, because he's always uh, coming up with, with issues like this, and, and he did uh, uh, take down the flag a couple of years ago. So that was mm -hmm. a big, big story, big headline. He's asking the same question. What what say you about that policy, about the flag? Um, look, it's, it's not the biggest story on my radar. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the American flag should be up there. Yes. Um, New York State flag should be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and whatever other flag that people feel is important to be up there. That's not important to you. You don't, you think other things, uh, that really truly matter, uh, and need more attention in your opinion. That's what I'm gathering from you. And I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Do we, do we dwell too much on, 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 on the stuff that just at the end of the that day. That comes across as being arbitrary. Uh, I well, think oh, it doesn't simply matter because yeah. look right now. I don't know if you saw, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what you think about Donald Trump, but why he went on that uh, 
that uh, open forum last night on CNN, as I was watching it, I was getting more and more frustrated until, Doug, I saw the audience on his side. Now, granted, he's up in somewhat of a conservative New Hampshire area, and they don't like Joe Biden because they just he just took away the first primary from them. They've had that forever, it seems. So they don't like him. And that if there's one thing, it's live free or die, and we have the first primary, <laughs> and that's gone to South Carolina. So they're not happy with this gorgeous, repeat, gorgeous uh, glass of water, that brunette there, the Irish girl with Collins, but she was a total jerk to him. She really, truly was. And I don't know where I was going with this, but nonetheless, <laughs> I, I, I just sometimes, but no, here's my point. She was asking questions and driving so many things. They were talking about things that, quite frankly, Doug, don't matter. And that's where we're at today. So when someone asks you, and I don't, I don't want to leave the witness here. Sure. When someone talks about a flag, yes, it's a, it's a concern, but it's not a true issue. Do you look at it that way? It's not. It may be an issue to other people, but I think there's more important things that take precedent over that. No doubt. I'm with you. Another call, and then we got to do a break okay. with Doug Osborne. You have a question? Yes, Doug. Uh, quick question again. Sure. Um, what did you think about the report that came out last week that if we keep spending the way they are right. on the pools, golf course, and everything, and in about four years, we will be broke and in the hole quite a lot? Hmm. Uh, good question. That is my biggest, biggest concern right now. Um, I mean, we also just found out with uh, Mr. Mills projecting um, you know, increases in the water and sewer rates right like he wanted to do a 10 percent increase for the next four to five years hmm. yeah um and i think that you know we've been borrowing too much from the general fund to offset some of the you know to ensure that we're not raising our taxes higher and staying well below the cap um but i mean we can't continuously spend money frivolously like this at all hmm. or you know I think Mr. Mills' projections are going to come to fruition. Unfortunately, I think you're right, especially at this rate. <clears throat> so I got to ask you, and then I'll, I'll delay the break, and then and uh, you know we, we can move on. But but here's the thing: there's a gentleman that gets up there, and every now and then there's a couple of developers that have been coming in, and this is why a lot of people <laughs> might second guess getting into politics. But they get up there, they have the privilege of the floor. You probably have seen it. You probably witnessed it yourself. They would point at the people and say, you're incompetent, you do this, you do that, I can't believe you're up there. Do you really want that, Doug? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's important to receive feedback, whether it's positive I mean, I mean, or negative. In your, really? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So you're thick skin. I have to be able to the job yeah, I got. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so. saying that the nature of your job, which probably makes your hair raise all, you know, on your arm all the time, that prepares you as a person to, to, to deal with people like that. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right, right. Do, do you get that a lot in you? I mean, again, we're working in child uh, uh, protective, protective services, mm -hmm. is that what it is? Mm -hmm. it, there must be a couple of times where do you feel like your life is threatened at all, Doug? Um, no, I don't generally feel that way, although, you know, there can be legitimate safety concerns at times. Right. Um, but we always will if we feel that that is the case, we'll generally contact law enforcement and they'll accompany us on home visits and stuff okay. if it comes to that. Right, but, but but for the most part, it's, you know... You... Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, um, I don't really think about the danger right, or right, if there right. is any danger. <clears throat> right, um, right. I, my focus is more or less on the child's safety right, and if right. they're in danger. Right. So what I ask everybody over the years, not just here, 
You've gone down. You've gone door to door. You got your petitions. By the way, you didn't make the list. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, and but but and other people, there were some discrepancies. No disrespect to them, but they they, they did have some. And it's not the first time, uh, like uh, Jude Seymour talked about last week. But what else, other than the park, the the, the golf course? What are the questions of people asking and concerned with these days? Literally, um, everything that I've talked to them about has been that they have addressed with me and discussed with me and what they have conveyed to me is the exorbitant price of the golf course. That was number one. Number two is decorum on council. Yeah. Number three is fixing the roads yeah, and yeah, infrastructure. Right. Yeah. There's more potholes yeah. uh, than I can shake a stick Oh, at. yeah. By the way, have you been on our Academy Street lately? It's like an obstacle course because they, they keep on having to redig the areas. They're working on the sewers and gas, whatever. But I, it's kind of fun. I just I hope I don't get, <laughs> hope I don't run any run over anyone. I, I was talking to a resident earlier today, and he was telling me, you know, it's it's great that we are getting all these all this construction work done. Right. Uh, you know, the Y is being built. You have, we have the park. Um, but it's like we're going through the Oregon Trail to get there. Yeah, pretty much. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I talked to Attorney Joe Stanley yesterday. It seems like some of the areas are a little bit dangerous, but that's just my observation. Again, my mom might have been the first helicopter uh, uh, mother of all time back in the day. Well, listen, Doug Osborne, how can people find out more about you and your campaign? You're on Facebook, and it's, what does that uh, uh, say again? Yep, it's uh, Doug Osborne for Watertown on Facebook. Um, mm. Please add me or like. And your and the status of your uh, lawn signs. It seems like that's always that's always a, you know a battle between my <laughs> my lawn signs are bigger than your lawn. How, what what how, how what's what's the status uh, of your lawn signs, Doug? I mean, I've got lawn signs out there. Right. Um, I'm not yeah. I'm not running my campaign strictly on lawn signs. A lot of people do. Know? A lot yeah. of people know. I gotta get those lawn signs. No, but I, I think I think you know people that want to show support for you uh, want one. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, obviously, you want to have them out there too, just so you can get your name out there. Uh, but that's not my main focus in the race, really. Right now, today is the 11th of May, so I'm just looking up at the calendar behind you. You got like five weeks left. What's the plan going forward to the big primary day on the 27th? Yeah, so um, I'm in the works of getting some meet and greet set up. So I had spoken with Sherry, uh, the owner of the Bistro. Yeah. And uh, we have a tentative date for June 9th okay. for a meet and greet um, between the hours of 5 and 7 Is that a Thursday? Uh, I think so. Thursday is a good day. Or I think it's a Friday. If, oh, Friday. Oh, boy. Jeez. Yep, I think it's a Friday. I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, I'm also working with the owners of the Crystal to potentially do a uh, another... That's Jim Levin. Oh, I'm still Levin. Another... Um, Meet and greet with them at right. some point, maybe a little bit sooner than uh, the one at the Bistro, but we'll see. Cool. All right. Doug Osborne, uh, first of all, I do this all the time. Yeah. Thank you very much Thank for you. being on the show. But I, before I go, yeah. and it's not just because Jim Levin is there, I encourage you that you and I stay in touch so we can get the message out on these stations and uh, this show. For, Absolutely. The least. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's imperative. Well, Doug Osborne, i got to do a break right now. Yep. We'll do that. You're listening to the Live at Five show, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles in your lawn, is contracting the people who call you back. And we're also sponsored by our friends at Winter Auto Sales. Uh, they're having May Days starting real soon. Actually, the May Days start next week. Thanks, Doug. Uh, that starts next Thursday through next Sunday. We'll talk more about that. They are the inflation fighters, and they make certain... 
uh, that uh, you get the best deal, especially accommodating your budget and your pocketbook. Uh, they're on out of Washington Street. See them online at uh, widgetgardosales.com. And also, don't forget, we're also sponsored by our friends at L.A. Quarry in Lafargeville. Family-owned Thompson family, of course, the, the patriarch, uh, Terry, uh, 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 Terry Thompson, needless to say. Great man, uh, created this years and years ago. Uh, the, uh, the people that bring you stone, sand, and topsoil delivery or pickup at 658-2004. See them anytime on Facebook. And remember, they're open 366 days out of the year. It's incredible. All right, so now we have in studio with us uh, Jim Levin, uh, for, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Jim? Um, I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, are you running for city council? <laughs> I might as well, isn't everybody else? Yeah, well, I mean, it looks that. Yeah, we I think it's great. The more, the more, the merrier. I mean, you know, if we participate, we make government better. Yeah, and I just think it's so important. I kind of started the ball rolling first uh, last week. We had Ma- Mary Ellen Blevins on here. Uh, now we have Doug. Tomorrow, once again, we have Millie Smith coming in today. Because oh, good. Tomorrow, I should say, for the school board uh, Watertown uh, voting, it happens on Tuesday. And that's crucial. It truly is. And we're not talking about that enough. So starting the ball early, I'm encouraging people to get, you know, again, people make decisions pretty quickly, Jeff. They do. They don't wait till the last minute. Yeah, it's so, important to use the megaphone and get the message out as I, soon as you possibly can. I, so did you see the town hall meeting last night? Please don't say no. Which which town hall meeting? There was only one town hall meeting, and it was in New Hampshire. Uh, Manchester. Oh, you mean Schmuckface? Yeah. I, I saw about a minute. Of, I literally saw Goals. maybe a minute of it. You know why? Why? I watch uh, Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Okay. So yeah. I, I seriously, right. I, it could have been it could have been Bill Clinton, and I wouldn't have watched it. You probably had a figure in the back of your head that said seven million vote difference. Anyways, doesn't matter, right? That's that's what you're thinking. Yeah, right. uh, you know, I I think I think all that stuff is balderdash. And, right, you're you confident know. though, because if you weren't confident, you would have watched it and made sure other people say this isn't the guy. But you feel confident he's no not going to get anywhere. Gonna and so you're, you're you know you're happy. But, I'm happy for you. But I I I read the uh, pricey of of that, and uh, you know the the guy who embarrasses me and embarrass the country hasn't changed there you go by the way uh your account actually uh uh one of your own actually me uh, what's his name john one of my own well i mean he's from that community of, what you know, community uh, at least is he from sackett's harbor uh, that's no, my he's community from, he's not from sackett's harbor the only community <clears throat> i live in is sackett's harbor what's his name john's uh he's the guy for cnn he's just got a stern look on his face but he said uh, stern uh check that uh, trump lied like five seconds into the uh, town hall yesterday, you know who I'm talking about, John something, John King. Uh, no, no, he's seen. I, well, I have John no King's idea, but I mean, anyway. Trump lies all the time. So what, what's that the woman, difference? Her last name is Collins, the one that was interviewing him. Yeah, Caitlin. She, where is she from? Is she the morning person that got Don Lemon kicked off, or what? No, she didn't get Don. Oh, okay. but she is a one of the two morning ladies. That's where she's from, and I think they're moving her to the nine o'clock hour. Uh, I have no voice today. That's okay. So that makes sense. She's a tall glass of water, very gorgeous. Yeah, she's pretty, but she's very, very smart. Very smart. She interrupted the president at least 16,000 times. No, I think it was the other way around, Glenn. uh, No, but remember, he was the guy there to answer questions. When she was asking a question. Well, because, you know, I I, I don't deal, I'm not not a Tucker Carlson kind of on air guy. Right. Sorry. I'd rather talk about other stuff. 
stuff, <laughs> then then you know, politics. So what? So I'm, at the end, of I'm going to make a big difference with my beliefs. I, I was as watching, to who wins the presidency. I had to <laughs> I had to watch the Knicks Heat game. Needless to say, so I was going oh, back and forth. But I did manage to see the very tail end of it. She uh, and other parts. I saw a good deal of the town hall. She almost at at one point, as a gentleman, despite what you say, and many other people on your side, he extended his hands to to shake her hand. Oh my God, she, that makes him a gentleman. Exactly. And she almost refused. She was almost like, why am I doing this? You're the worst person in the world. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. So that's, that's... You would never yeah. see things from one side if or the other. If you see the video... When it's, when, when it's the, journalism, yeah. journalists try not call? to see from one side or the other. Hi, you have a question and for I Jim wish, Levin. I wish City. journalism was always like that. City Council candidate of Sackets Sac- Sac- Harbor. No, Hi, you have a question. Doug Osborne. Yeah. I, I wanted to say... Yeah, yeah it's I, the I'm Danny France. Oh, hey, Danny. Yeah, how you doing, Jim? Uh, I think Doug Osborne, Doug Osborne, got my yeah. tangled here. Uh, from just what I heard, and your your question was really good, Glenn. You did a good job there. Thanks. I think he's a quality candidate. Well, there you go. He's got to make the top uh, four to get to the uh, general election. And uh, just just the way he expressed himself, uh, answering your questions first of all, and, and and saying how he would act as a member of the city council, which is sorely needed right now because we. We got a real mess down there right now. Yeah, but I just—he just came across. He's highly educated. You can tell by the way he spoke, and right? His background, but I think he's a quality candidate. So I'm going to give him a good, a good looking at. Uh, uh, well, we good. need lots of those, right, Danny? Actually, we actually do. We need, uh, we, I, as I said a few days ago, and, and a lot of people disagreed with me. We can't do it, unfortunately. I think we need to have a top to bottom house cleaning of city council. Well, oh, you know uh, what? I happen to like most of the people on this. They, they're, I don't they're, dislike them, Jim. I disagree you know, with them the way they're handling themselves and their decorum when it comes to the, uh, facing the public, the ones who pay their bills and salaries. Yeah, so, it's it's a tough job until until you've had look and 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 I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying, but until you're sitting in the chair, it's. Uh, oh yeah, I, I got all that. I understand that, man. Totally. But I think Doug. I think he's. he's he comes across as a, a quality guy. I think uh, he, he seems it. You're right. By the way, it's John Tapper. Thank you, Jake. Jake. Jake Tapper. Tapper. So, sorry, yeah. so Jake Tapper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So did 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 you watch it Irish all last kid. night, Danny? Yes, I did, and I took notes. Oh, really? <laughs> See, I, 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 honest to God, I like the Chicago shows, and it was on Wednesday night. Did you ask him if he saw the? the that the, is a good series. It's great. I love Dick Wolf. I like uh, I, I Aaron Sorkin and Dick Wolf. I had to catch that last night, Jim. Even as painful as it was. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I like I said, I I read the pricey about it. Uh, I actually in several places, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, right, and on CNN, and they pretty much all said the same thing. Yeah, it's the same author. It was a lot of dissembling and. And and let me know, ask. Let me a ask. A lot of let immaturity. Me, let, let, and, let, let me interject here. Both of you, if you're both listening, I mean, it was. Were you disappointed that the crowd was supporting former Donald uh, President Donald Trump guys? Well, I, I again, I didn't watch it, Danny. Okay. You can, you Danny, can, you can, you can inject. That? But yeah. I read he's, that he's they cheered him. Yeah. They cheered him when, when you know, he didn't uh, decry uh, mistreating oh, uh, women physically. Danny, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it. I think it was a, a right-leaning uh, audience. Yes. Well, yeah. And right. I think uh, CNN did that by design. They did. Uh, and I think they're taking a lot of heat on that today. By the way. They why? Are. Why? Why not? Because this is the perfect time to be on both sides of the political coin. Well, course, Fox has fallen down. If you're coming to a town hall, you don't say, "What's your voter registration?" Before we let you in. You know, that's where the amount of. No, nah, no. I think it was smart on their part, and I commend. 
uh, not only the CNN for doing that, but also for firing Don Lemon on the same day that uh, Tucker was let go. That was genius. You guys are smarter than you give yourself credit for. I don't think it one well, I give to do with the other. Yeah, well, actually, me. it does. It just goes to show you're smarter than you are. <laughs> that if they, if it you didn't. come across to try to either show Trump in a good light or a bad light, that they achieved that. I think they did. All right, thanks, Danny. Only because we have other callers. Thanks. Danny Francis. Hi, right, you're on the air. Hey, it's Crazy Ray. Crazy Ray. Uh, by the way, i got to ask. <laughs> Were you listening to Doug Osborne? <laughs> well, who was I listening to now? Uh, well, right now, Jim Levin's in the studio. But... I know. I know Jim's in there. Right? Oh, okay. I, right, don't, just making I sure. don't want to listen to the politics. I know that it pays you money, and I, I get doesn't that. doesn't pay me a dime. You know what, Crazy Ray? Not a dime. You and I are a thousand percent in agreement. There's so much to talk about, and it's so much more pleasant. Well, let's find and out what Crazy so, Ray wants so to talk So less about. argumentative, right? right? Right, Ray? Right. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you get... There so much go. of it, and like it's like, how many people are running for city council now? Eleven, twelve? I don't know. We ran out of hey. and, and useless people. <laughs> ah, no, I don't no, no, agree stop, with that. Stop, right. stop. I don't I know. I don't know. I don't people. know that they're all so used. Maybe some of them are useful. I, I don't know. I think you give a round of applause to anybody who takes the time and effort to serve, so cr- whether you agree with them or not. So crazy. Well, I- <laughs> Glenn kind of hit on it. All you got to do is say you don't like the golf course, and you're in. Well, pretty much. But that's a distraction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the, the big issue. So. so Crazy Ray had a great joke today. <laughs> Crazy Ray on, on Facebook. So Crazy Ray, can you can, can you uh, quote that joke again? Which, which uh, one was it? Was it the one about the about the man that wanted to die from having sex? Yeah, well, you just gave up the, the punchline. Okay, can I say it? Let me say it first. No, no, before he, he, we said, just... he said, I think I, to his wife, I think I want to die from while having sex. Right. And his... Wife looked over at him and said, "Well, then that means it's not going to. It won't be. Um, won't last long." God, I blew those. Uh, no, I blew. It. <laughs> and by by the way, by the way, remember Governor Rockefeller's wife's name was Happy. Happy, and that's how. The, yeah, know, but he wasn't with his wife at the time when no. she was happy. I know. It won't be a long, painful death. His pa- his, <laughs> his pants were put on backwards, by the way, because the secretary that he was dead, and he was obviously probably wearing nothing but his uh, whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, that was a pretty sight. Well, Crazy Ray, that's uh, is that what you wanted to talk about? That or did I did I no, interrupt you? The other day when I wanted to talk, and Seymour was there, and yeah. you know the the great. I want to change all everybody's ability to vote. <laughs> What? Nah, no, I, think, no. I don't think anyway, said the book. Right. I, I wanted to talk about the big gas station. Have you seen that thing down on Bradley Street? So can I just say this? There's a big gas station. What's the name of it? Loves? No, it's, Loves? it's a truck stop. Truck stop. It's a huge. It's, it's going to be a monster of a gas station. It is. Well, it's not just a gas station. It's a truck stop, Ray. So I just. Stop, it's a um, big truck stop. McDonald's, I just. I just. I, yeah. I think if I wanted to, I could go down there and skateboard. Right, and also trucks and car wash. Here's what a, a good, a well-known uh, a businessman I on think the great. on the north side said. Now we're going to have a lot of drug pushes and prostitutes <laughs> in the north side. And I go, why is that? Well, they're, they're always, building that. Always level. positive. Always positive. I I'm think like, it's really great. wow. You're right. That's what he said. Just moments. Uh, it was great. Good. Good analysis. Yeah, I think it's great that they're that they're coming to water. Right. Well, that's we great. got prostitutes coming. All this. Uh, I don't think that's what appa- it's apparently be. they they attract. You know, truckers. You know, they have their needs too, Jim. He, he obviously watches different movies than I do. Ten four. Whoever buddy. that was. <laughs> White line <laughs> fever. He watched too much of uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? Did you see my post? Uh, there was this. Yes, re- I did. Th- th- I was looking at the, almost the same stuff at the same time. I thought that was kind of 
there's, weird, there's some place out in the Midwest where they they had this these lookalikes and they brought in a trans yeah, a trans that, was cool. that guy was a, a he was Burt Reynolds he looked just like him he smiled on well, and, and the sheriff looked the, the sheriff same. looked like uh, Jackie Gleason he had a cigarette in his hand and everything he was driving the Pontiac great stuff awesome crazy way I gotta go but thank you my friend thank hey, you I very much to, right, I'll talk to you. I, yeah. I sent you an email about it too. Uh, uh, Claudia Tenney sent sent us a, a note about a bill that uh, she's having some success with. Yeah, that will uh, punish people who are applying for unemployment benefits fraudulently. Oh, really? Wow! And it passed the House, mm-hmm. and uh, she right. was one of the major proponents. So, want to thank her for that because. You know, that kind of fraud needs to go away, whether it's George Santos or somebody else. All right, so let me just give some speculation. And you, it was. You were not here Apparently. last week for a very historic moment. Tom Holman was here for the very first time. Nice guy. Jeff Cole and the others refused to interview him because it doesn't fit the narrative. Oh. But it happened right here at your establishment. So you facilitated someone that, for the most part, you don't agree with politically. I like him personally He's very much. He's a good much. man. He He's cares about this country. He tore apart AOC like there was no tomorrow. God bless him for that. <laughs> Uh, and now I'm forgetting what I was just going to say. I, oh, uh, what did he say? Uh, something or other. Uh, whatever. Anyway, that you missed that last Friday, Jim. I was going to say something else, and now I freaking forgot yeah, what the I was, heck I was uh, going to say. was setting up the uh, fabulous yard sale that we did. You was, yes, and that was a, b- a big, big success. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll remember yeah. after the show is over. But nonetheless, uh, oh, I, 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 here's what I wanted to yeah. say. Presidential elections coming up, and we know who, the, regardless of whether or not he's a real rapist or not, uh, President Trump will be on the ticket for the Republicans. The rumor is, the rumor is that if he wins, or rather if he runs, his partner will be VP partner, not Mike Pence, but Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. You mean now, the woman he called uh, Representative Stefanik well, when he on. came to visit? Stop, stop. He it. did. You, you, the guy, I was there. It doesn't really at matter. Fort the, Drum. the guy that's president right now know how doesn't to pronounce even... her name. I, all right, so what? He's a busy man. And, and how uh, you could say that with who's in office now geniuses. is off the So here's the thing. Yes. He wins. Somehow or other, we, we, we get rid of the Zuckerbergs of the world, and we actually take America back again. Elise Stefanik becomes vice president. The Zuckerbergs of the president. world have nothing to do with who, what you're talking about. Who runs for Congress? He will have to move from Sackett's to Carthage again because that's the district. He would obviously be the next guy to run and be our congressman for for Trump in the area. What say you about that, Jim Levin? I haven't the foggiest. Well, it could very well happen. But you know what? It won't, only because Donald Trump, as much as I love the man, and I think he did great last night, despite the fact that Charles was ripping him another you-know-what, I thought, uh, nonetheless, he's not going to win. But that would be the scenario. And yes, he would be a shoe-in to win that district as congressman. One last call. He's, He's a very nice man. Hi, you're on the air. Last call of the day. Hey, how you doing? What's happening? Yeah, I mean, I was just going to comment on, um, I know the, uh, who's that we got there? Is that the mayor? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's ma- it's uh, Mayor Jeff Jimson. I actually just got on the radio. I'm the female <laughs> horse. I'm the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. real, qu- real quick. Well, anyway, I just, Come on. I have to take exception what he said that uh, he didn't know Stefanik's name. Yeah. Well, it, you got to remember, Joe Biden's the one who was calling dead people out of the audience. Right. So, I, I didn't I mean, think you'd disagree. Worse. I didn't think uh, anybody would disagree you know, with you gotta, me. Don't forget that. <laughs> Joe Biden, he calling, hey, where's where's Patty or whatever her Biden, name was. She was he's dead. Yeah. Jim, the gaffes are so Rep- overwhelming. Representative Stephanie. Yeah. I mean, there I was. Crazy. 
No, you're right. Thank you, my friend. Good call. Good call. And point. by the way, at that same meeting, he was up here for uh, Soldier of the Year. It was right. a few years ago. Right, right. And he uh, mispronounced that name, all right, too. Well, all right. Okay, fine. We we got to look out for Jim Levin because there's some uh, clients that are getting upset. You know, with that, One in particular. With that woven hair. All right. So AM 1240 yeah. WET makes this legal. <laughs> up next, of course, CBS News. We'll do this tomorrow yeah. on AM 1240. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Homeland Security is set to crack down on border security as time runs out on Title IV.